Hello everyone and welcome to another beer review. Now today we're back on the Czech series and uh, we're going to be doing a beer that uh, is quite regular, quite regularly, oh, I can't even bloody say it now for goodness sake, <laughs> quite regularly, God, I don't even think that was that good, uh, quite often, <laughs> mispronounced. <laughs> Yes, just with my regularly. Oh, Jesus, why the hell? Oftenly, you know. But anyway, what we're doing today is, is this beer. <laughs> I'm not going to try and pronounce it now. Kruzovica. Kruzovica is the, the beer. Okay. It's amazing. I can, I, can, I can say the Czech words, but I can't say the English. <laughs> Madness. But anyway, so Kruzovica is what we're doing today. And it's... Oh, I used to love basically coming back from Russia and things like that and standing there and listening to people kind of mispronounce this, you know. Um, when you used to go to the Czech Republic, you know, for training courses and things like that, and you'd be like, oh, Krusevice, Krusevice, all this type of stuff. And, no, it's Krusevice. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bohemian region, so it is. Um, and it's named after the town it's made in. So it is. And uh, this is a 10. As you can see, it's a 10, and it's a 4.2%, 500ml, and of course I'll put all more details and a little bit of facts and history in relation to this. There seems to be a lot of giveaways going along with this, um, but uh, there isn't really much spiel in the can. So let's get wired in and uh, see what it's like. I don't know why I can't say regular. I can say regular. Why can't I say regularly? No, I can't. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, anyway, let's pour it. That must be an absolute joy for the people in the podcast. They're probably thinking, yeah, this is awesome. As if you, as if you didn't know by now, because you should have done. Yeah. But anyway, let's see what it's like. Um, it's a strange one because this used to be kind of popular in the UK because you used to be able to get it quite easily in the UK, especially the dark stuff. But it's kind of fallen by the kind of wayside in popularity, I would say. Um, but yeah, I remember in the kind of the noughties and uh, and things like that, it was quite a popular kind of beer. But yeah, there we go. So for the people in the podcast, it's a nice golden clear lager. About two finger head. Typical for a kind of Czech lager. Smell wise, where you're getting malt, grain, a little bit of kind of a slightly acidic smell, which of course is, I usually refer to it as a kind of like a bit like in a tomato salsa kind of smell. And a little kind of Gonna be sweetness, you know, you get that kind of slightly sweetiness kind of aromas that are associated with sweetness. Well yeah, that's what you're getting. But yeah, looks quite nice. Need to trim the beard actually, because the beard's starting to get a bit out of hand. It's alright because I've just brushed it and that, but I brushed it this morning, went outside and uh there must have been a gust of wind or something like that, or a, or a car had a quick lick in the way past. And uh by the time I got over, I looked like a, I looked like a bloody caveman, to be totally honest. 
Now, there was a, there was a famous um, guy that used to be on UK TV. I'm trying to remember his name now. He had a bit of a strange kind of accent. He actually um, lived down this area. And uh, there's lots of kind of plaques about him. I'm trying to remember his name now. It's annoying me. Hopefully he'll come back to me. But anyway, um, I looked a bit like him with the with the way his beard was always kind of unkept and all over the place. Well, I was looking the same. So I need a haircut and a beard cut. So I, I'm, I'm sure people in the broadcast think, oh, I uh, uh, can see that. Uh, yeah, fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. It's got me the beer. I know, I know. Right. So there we go. So we've done the smells. Let's see what it tastes like. All right. Oh, first thing I notice, which is interesting, there's a bit, bit of a sharpness there to the carbonation. I can feel that hitting the roof of the mouth and then hitting the back of the mouth. And yeah, it was just kind of that kind of slightly needles kind of effect, which is not something I like. But yeah, it's a bit more carbonated than other ones I've had. It's bloody chilly today, by the way. Yeah. Three man, three bass monkeys went past me looking for a brazier. See, there you go, brazier. Yeah, none of this fucking welder nonsense. Aye, <laughs> like you see, you well fucking brass. Anyway, <laughs> never always got that joke. Aye, three brass monkeys went past me looking for a welder. You just said they were brass, you asshole. It means you'd be brazing them on them. You wouldn't be fucking welding them. But anyway, let me show my age. But hey, it's getting a bit chilly now. It's getting a bit silly sitting here drinking bloody lagers now, you know. Light kinky lagers. And it's, you know, get nipples on me like football studs, you know. Adapt. We need to stop that. So we need to start getting into more of the dark stuff. And there's quite a few dark stuff, including some dark lagers from the Czech series. That's why I got them. So we might not have done all the the kind of lighter beers, but we can keep them for, for later on. But we can also still keep going with some of the darker beers. You see, method my madness, eh? I have the stroke a lot. Anyway, we've got some good ones coming out. We've got some good stouts there, some strange ones there. Some stuff I've never tried before. And stuff I'll probably never try again. Going by probably the reviews. But yeah, this... Oh. I'm undecided. Initially, with the first couple of sips, I mean, the extra carbonation, I'm thinking, oh, we've, gone, we've gone down a wee bit in quality. Um, that's what I initially thought. But as I'm getting kind of more acclimatised to it, because I'll be totally honest, I've had a couple of beers before this. <laughs> I've been moonlighting, you know, spending time with other cans. And uh, there were ales, so there wasn't carbonation so maybe that's also kind of affected it that I've come in there and I'm getting you know obviously a lot more carbonation than I was getting in the ales that I was drinking but I was drinking them with my dinner with my num-dums so that's okay it doesn't count you know so it's fine and I did have obviously um, some palate cleansers in between then so but yeah it's kind of standing out and did you notice the kind of well, there's still some lace in there and that, but the, the head's really kind of buggered off, which again is a bit unusual. But it's, you know, it doesn't take much to get it back again, but just, you know. It's actually not too bad, actually. 
One thing I do notice is it doesn't really have, I don't know what the IBUs are, obviously I'll put that down below, but there isn't the bitterness there. There's a hint of bitterness, but nowhere near enough that you'd eat. Not enough that I would identify it as a Czech lager. That, that's the situation. Some good malt there. There's a good level of malt for a lager that we're talking about. We're not talking about ale levels, but we are saying it's a good level of malt on the basis of a lager. But it doesn't really have the bitterness edge that you were getting with other Czech lagers that we've tried. So, because we've done Kozel at a 10, we've done Gambarinus at a 10, we've done Radigas, obviously, as a, a 12. There's other ones as well that's going to be coming up, but this is another 10. As you can see, 10's more of a kind of a standard in the Czech Republic that's a kind of easy drinking, sessionable lager that people just wire in at different times of the day, and yeah. They're like a go-to. Everybody has a kind of favourite kind of 10 that will just kind of... They're not out serious drinking. They're just out there just, you know, having a few here, having a few there, that kind of stuff, you know. And Yeah, it's only 4.2%, so it's... it's In their books, it's not really that... Um, high enough in alcohol and things like that, so... But overall... It's all right, but yeah, it's lacking that bitterness in the aftertaste. Um, to the point is that it's almost drinking kind of similar to a German. You know, it's sharing some points that maybe obviously um, it's actually reminding me because we did Hofbrau. And there is some similarities to Hofbrau. You know, Oktoberfest beer. Um, and just with that kind of lighter, clean finish, and just doesn't really have the bitterness. It just, uh, yeah. Out of all the work, well, apart from obviously Budweiser Budvar, that doesn't taste like a Czech beer. Um, this is another one that's slightly off. It doesn't really have the flavour profiles and characteristics of a Czech beer. It has the malt, okay, fine. But it doesn't have that bit of bitterness. It doesn't have the the yang to go with the yin. And uh, that was my biggest thing with Budweiser Budvar. I'm not saying that Budweiser Budvar is a bad beer, but I understand why Czech people don't drink it because it doesn't have the typical flavour profiles of traditional Czech beers that people are drinking and drinking, you know, by the shed load. And, yeah, and I can see this similarities to this as well. It just doesn't have some of the characteristics and flavour profiles that you would identify. I mean, it's, I would say it's a nice enough beer. I mean, let's be totally honest, if it was a British lager, you know, pouring this and tasting like this, I'd be quite happy. Um, but it's not. And this beer is up against all the other ones that uh, we've tried so far, plus many others. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's lacking. So it's... I'm trying to think what other ones I've still to do. There's a few ones I've still to do. Did I do Pilsner or Kale? I can't even remember. Did I do Pilsner or Kale? Hang on. 
I'm getting on in age and memory's gone, gone to pot, but anyway. So let's kind of break down the flavour profiles. Right. Start off with you getting good level of malt for a lager, like I said. Nice bit of grain and a little bit of sweetness, a nice little kind of underlying sweetness that goes from front to back. And everything's just nice, just nice. Carbonation, I'm getting a bit more used to it, but I still think it just have slightly a little bit more than it needs to be. And also it's a slightly bit more than quite a lot of the other ones we've tried. Um, but what you are getting with it is, uh, as it moves on to the kind of mid-tongue, Start getting slightly little peppery notes, little spicy notes, little peppery notes, accents. So the malt and the grain just slightly disappear a little bit, just slightly die down. The sweetness is almost basically the same. It doesn't really change that much going from the front of the mouth to the mid tongue. But you are getting these little accents at the kind of start and middle of the mid mid tongue. But what happens is you just get a little, ever so slight, light accents of bitterness at the end of of the mid-term. And you think, you know, here we go, this is it setting up to kind of grow into the kind of aftertaste. But it doesn't. As it moves on to the aftertaste, there's no bitterness at all. It just, it, it just ends there. It doesn't really progress over. But you still get ever so slight light accents of kind of pepperiness in the aftertaste. But it's quite a clean finish. The sweetness what's left of the malt and the grain just again all kind of dissipate at the same kind of rate. So they all kind of group together and just dissipate. So it makes it quite a clean finish but also means it's just no real kind of interesting part of the, the aftertaste apart from you get a little bit of pepperiness. But again it's so light at this point in the aftertaste. The main peppery accents are in the mid-tongue and it's just very light kind of uh, shadows in the aftertaste and yeah the, the, the bitterness just you know it kind of cheeses you in uh, the end of the, the mid-tongue but doesn't deliver anything more than that in the, in the aftertaste which is a bit disappointing but yeah overall not a bad beer, but I, I'd be interested to see what the IBUs are because it's quite light, and I would expect that to be round about. Well, in my view, it could be anything from seventeen to maybe twenty odd. You know, early 20, 20 21, 22 max. I would now say probably pushing it at twenty two, but I could see it as low as seventeen, and from seventeen round about the kind of early twenties. But I still think 2021 would be the kind of maximum. So it'd be interesting to see. I could be wrong, but this is what I'm getting just because there's just a lack of business to it. And what's there is so damn light. You know, but overall, yeah, it's not a bad beer. But again, looking at it and comparing it to the other Czech beers that we've tried, um, it's kind of lacking a bit. Um, but it's still nice enough, and I would recommend it. I'll be totally honest. If you're sitting there, Watching this, we're kind of Carling, let's see, Carling, Stella Artois, 1664, um, Foster's, what other shit do they sell? 
Grolsch, all these kind of bollocks, uh, Heineken, Carlsberg, all these kind of mainstream piss waters that, let's be totally honest, they're not a patch on these beers. That's just reality. I mean, if you think they are, well, put them head to head and you'd be shocked. Um, you really would. And especially the price you can get them for. For me, it's a no-brainer. If you're into laggers and you're a lager drinker, then why not get yourself, you know, treat yourself and get yourself some Czech laggers. And uh, you'd be surprised. And I think you really would enjoy them. Um, but yeah, what would I give this out of 10? Hmm. It's down a bit. And I'm kind of toying with it. I mean, it's a nice enough beer in its own right. And I'm going to treat it accordingly. Um, it's lacking the flavours of a Czech beer. That's just reality. So I'm not going to give it that type of, kind of similar kind of score. So I'm going to give this a five and a half. Because five being average. But again, this is for a kind of lager scale. It's not a general scale that includes ales. And I've got to keep obviously repeating this in case people think, well, how the hell can you give that when you give this ale? Well, it's not. It's a separate kind of scale because it's difficult to compete with flavours between lagers and ales. Ales have a heck of a lot more flavour. That's just reality. Um, so it wouldn't be fair. As I've said previously in other videos, and you're probably getting sick of me keep saying it, but I'm just doing it because... A lot of people just watch one video and then bugger off and masturbate into their, uh, their kind of fosters or carling and that type of stuff and, and feel aggrieved that I've basically said this beer's far better than it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, five and a half is pretty... I'd say, yeah, from a lager, it's above average, but not as good as... Uh, the Czech beers we've tried, just because it's lacking some of the, the Czech beer characteristics and flavour profiles. And the main thing is the bitterness. And that's one of the things that stands out. Like I've said, is I've tried some nice beers in Germ from the, the German series that, yeah, on their own right, they're quite a nice lager. If you compare it to kind of British mainstream piss waters, yeah, they're quite a nice lager. But if you compare it to Czech lagers, they're lacking. Um, because there isn't that balance, there's lacking the bitterness, and this is kind of falling into the kind of same, the same kind of group um, that it is kind of. It's lacking that bitterness. It's lacking that balance. Um, but yeah, overall, it's okay, and I, I would recommend it. Yeah, give it a go and see what you like. Especially if you're not really into bitterness, if you're not into bitterness, and you're more like into the kind of Germans, which like lots of malts but a nice clean finish then this could be right up your street. And if you are people from Germany, which is strange because nobody really, I don't think anybody really watches from Germany. Probably a reason for that. Um, or the podcasts. Because I took it some strange ones for podcasts. I've got UK, America, Belgium. Belgium would seem to enjoy the podcast. They, they basically listen to the podcast very regularly. And, oh, there we go. That's that word again. Not a problem. And uh, India. <laughs> Apparently, this fizzer is not appealing to the Indians, and that's why they watch, they're listening to the podcast, and not watching the video. Smart move, my little Indian friends. But yes, um, yeah, it's interesting to kind of see the, the kind of strange demographics of actually people that listen to the podcast compared to people who watch the actual YouTube videos. So there you go. But yeah, 
If you like your German beers, then you'll probably like this. It's nice malt level, nice clean finish, a little bit of acidity change just to kind of give you that in the mid-tongue and a little bit of pepperiness. So there you go. So it's five and a half out of ten. It's a 500ml can. I'll give you all the prices. It's 4.2%. I think it is. Is it 4.2 or is it 4.1? It's 4.2%. I don't know the IBUs and that, but I will put it down below. But anyway, thanks for watching. Cheers, and bye for now.